Welcome to Grace Point Direct. We're taking a few minutes. We'll help you connect deeper into our church. This is episode number one. The goal of each podcast is not only to inform about different things that we have happening in the church body, but also to dig a little deeper into different topics and issues that we should all find interesting. And uh, we'll be dropping a new episode each Monday morning, so make sure to subscribe so you'll get notified uh, whenever each episode hits. Uh, we're on multiple platforms. Uh, you have Spotify, Pocket Cast, Apple, all these places. Uh, so make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, get that notification. This week... We start something that I'm very excited about. It's a mini-series. It's, it's actually not that many. There's going to be, uh, I guess it's a M-A-N-Y mini-series um, that we're calling More Than a Minister. And the idea of this series is to dig a little bit deeper on each staff member and have a conversation that each one of us probably want to have, but maybe due to time and just logistics, we're not able to. So in our first episode of More Than a Minister, uh, where we get to know our staff in that deeper way, our first guest is uh, our newest staff member. And uh, on this inaugural talk, we have our GP Kids team lead, Emily Lusk. Emily Welcome to the show. Thank you. You're your guest number one. Oh that's, man, that's how much I think of you. Like I set the schedule. You can be confident knowing yeah. that you are here and you are number one. You are now my favorite staff member. I should be. I was <laughs> looking forward to that. Uh, that that that's actually the full intent of all this podcasting is to try and just be everyone's favorite for some reason. Well, you're winning right now. Yes, that that's hey, winning in the short game, I guess, is always good. Emily, <laughs> you came on in August of 2020, which in um, retrospect probably is maybe the best time uh, sarcastically oh, that you I was could like, ever you join. Think? Yeah. Yeah. Sarcastically, the best time that you could ever join a staff. Why would you not want to start a new job right during a pandemic? Uh, yeah, exactly. I think if you were uh, making that choice and you were saying uh, pandemic, and then as you know, uh, Kidmen in August is no like small animal, no. right? Like this is this is like high time of the year. It right? is. Kids are going back to school, mm-hmm. ready to get back to church. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's it's a very busy time. Uh, we, I think we see that ministry wide that August uh, fall in general just gets busier. Uh, but then, yeah, you add in COVID on top of that. Definitely not the yeah. most ideal time to join in. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Emily, I want to I want to start off um, each one of these episodes with learning a little bit more about you, uh, learning a little bit more about uh, whoever the guest is uh, for the day. So let's just start with kind of the basics. Yeah. Uh, you know, where are you from? Uh, tell us a little bit about your family pre adulthood, um, and uh, kind of give us a taste of uh, where the roots are. Yeah, I was. Born and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. Yeah, lived there my whole life, except when I went to college. Okay. I know, moved here from Tulsa. So do you feel like you are an Okie? I mean, like this 100%. Is... Okay, yeah. so quick question on Okie thing. I mean, th- this is going to show you how little people outside of Oklahoma know about Oklahoma, I guess. Uh-huh. But is like Okie from Muskogee one of your favorite tunes even though you're not from Muskogee like no okay <laughs> so what so what uh what music would I identi- would you identify with as a as someone from Oklahoma and from Tulsa oh like well you have to like country I mean okay. Garth, Blake Shelton Garth Brooks lives Garth Brooks yes. that's right yes. yeah my sister-in-law goes to the same church Garth Brooks goes to like currently uh, yeah it's my she claim sees to Garth fame in church Yes, like sometimes I sit behind him. I would be shocked to see Garth in church. But I mean, I, I know, know he's a nice guy, and Very I'm assuming he's a spiritual guy. I don't well, know he goes to church. He yeah. goes to church. <laughs> <laughs> that's a step in the right direction, that's for sure. 
<laughs> so you've been within a uh, a COVID quarantine um, uh, compromise zone of Garth Brooks. Is that what you're saying? No, oh. my sister in law. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, but that's a claim to fame. So okay. You have that. Sure. Okay. So yeah. you like country music, which I yeah. think. I mean. Anyone that's listening to this that doesn't like country music, just understand that where you're from matters. Like, and it kind of yeah. like ingrains in you. So, country is a thing. Yep. Uh, what about your family, brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have one sister. Okay. Who lives in Arkansas? What? Where? I know. Little Rock. Little Rock, Arkansas. Yes. Okay. Yeah, lived here forever. So I used to come visit her in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I knew where Bentonville even was. Okay. Yeah. So you had a, uh, kind of a, an existing knowledge of the area. Yeah. Uh, just by meeting her here, and of course the hogs. And Tulsa's not that far away, right? No. I mean, like it's not no. so far removed from the area. No. It's not weird for someone to come in and and be no. from Tulsa. No, yeah. for sure not. So you and Jason are from the same town, five years apart, uh, but you eventually getting get married. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he wooed you into a uh, marriage of some sort. I don't yep, know. been you married for 16 years. 16 years. Yes. That's quite the accomplishment. Yes. Uh, that's quite the accomplishment. Uh, tell us about kids. What you got? Yeah, we have three kids. Brody is 14. Nice. Loves basketball on the eighth grade basketball team. Which is a what? That's an accomplishment. And, and like a lot of people don't realize that. That's like to make the team. That's an accomplishment. Uh, it's like, a big deal yeah. in an eighth graders' world. Of course. For sure. Of course. Yeah, at Grimsley. So uh, love that. Love the team and just kind yeah. of the experience there. Uh, mm-hmm. Kaylee is about to be 12 in Very February. Age. Yes. And then Natalie is eight. So. Three kids keeping awesome. us busy. You guys are you guys are getting into or not getting into. I guess you're about to get all three kids into kind oh. of like what I see is like that next young adult, like uh, teenager, yeah, uh, phase. Got some teenagers, some preteens. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're on the roller coaster. Right yes, guess, the give me a two year old any day. That's yeah. a- <laughs> <laughs> at least you're in this like anticipated tantrums, right? <laughs> <laughs> With a two-year-old, you're like, that's probably, it's probably going to melt down at some point. Yep, that's true. Or like, you need a nap. You can't tell your, yeah. your 13-year-old or whatever to go you take can. a nap. You can. Just uh, be careful. You don't know what's going to come back uh, out of that. Um, well, that's great. What do you guys, uh, how, what have you found in Bentonville that you like doing? Oh, man. We love to go to the trails. We've been kind oh, okay. of exploring that. Walking, biking. Right now we're walking, but okay. we're about to get a bike. Very You nice. cannot live in Bentonville and not have a bike. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of truth to that. Now, there's five of you, though. Yeah. So this is this like a going to the store and putting a down payment on five new bikes for everybody, uh, or is like Taking some people out a not? Loan. Yeah, yeah. Is some is are some of the people not interested? Is this like a full family event? Right. I mean, seriously. We can open up a GoFundMe. If Northwest Arkansas is the ski town for bikers. That's yeah. how I describe uh, it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do yeah. you guys bike? Um, I have to be honest that we don't. Mm. But it's not because we like I have a bike. But the tires need like air and stuff like that. Maybe you, know, you so. need to go take out a loan to get a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it would require a loan. I can tell you that. Oh my gosh, my newfound love mm. is going into. You can't just get him to go. You have to go into Crumble Cookie. Have okay. you ever gone into the store? So let me. I, I look. I've been in the store. I have. Uh, you're. You don't seem excited about well, it. Well. It's not that I'm not excited about awesome cookies because I'm definitely excited about that. Anyone that has seen me before knows that that's probably probably something I'm excited about. Um, but I can tell you that my wife is um, definitely like taking loans out every every week. Okay, for, for sure. Crumble cookies. Yes, because you walk she in. She gets the four box almost every week. You smell it. I mean, when yeah. you go in, it's the smell. 
right? Yeah. And you're like, I have to buy all of the all she of. She can't go in. I can't allow her to go in because she would get uh, an uh, ungodly amount of cookies. Well, I'm gonna so. take Jamie, and we're gonna go into crumble cookie. That's, that's just fine. <laughs> that's just fine. Uh, just don't tell me until after it's done. <laughs> uh, they have I crazy love them, cookies. They're amazing. They have crazy. Yes, cookies. I would so much rather eat a cookie than ice cream. So, I uh, tell me about growing up a little bit. Uh, what what were you interested in? Uh, what yeah. how'd you spend your time? Uh, things like that. Well, we went to church a lot. Like, that's what we did. That's kind of where we spent a lot of time. I went on a lot of mission trips through the church. Nice. What was your favorite? Uh, We always went on a spring break trip to Mexico, Chihuahua, Mexico. Chihuahua, Mexico. Yeah, I loved it there. It's so pretty. Have you ever been? The furthest south I've been in Mexico is um, Nuevo Laredo. Um, which is just right across the border. Yeah. So I've been further south than that in the world, but not in Mexico. Right. So. Yeah. So we went there a lot. And then uh, my parents were super involved in church. So we were always at church, literally right. always at right. church. Right. So was that a good thing for you? It was then? a good thing unless you went to a business meeting. Have you uh, ever been to a business meeting? I grew up in small churches where we voted on everything. Yeah. So yeah. yes is the answer yes. to that question. Yes. That, was, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. What's the first thing that you remember voting on? Uh, I don't remember voting. Okay. I remember drawing on the, like, <laughs> the handout. The handout, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, it looks like you're very intrigued in yes. all the business, but yes. really it's just you're making that little uh, dollar sign S, you know, with the three lines and connecting everything. Yeah. 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 But it was good. So that kind of shaped me mm-hmm. and who I was. Uh, my closest friends were at church always right. and stuff. So at school, I was more involved in, like, choir and yeah. That kind yeah. of stuff. Singing, very oh my nice. Gosh. Soprano, alto, alto uh, one, alto I mean, two, I could go two. either way. Oh, my. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We can take that. That's fine. That's fine. No. Uh, it was just something to do. My sister was in show choir, and I always wanted to be oh, like nice. her. Yeah. Okay. So t- I want to know a little bit about you and personality and um, I, I know that you're into Enneagram now. Oh, for and sure. I know that that's so kind of Enneagram <laughs> you as a kid. Um, Ooh. you know, what, if, if someone was meeting you on the playground, what kind of kid would they meet? Oh man, they would meet a shy kid for sure. Okay. Uh, kind of an introvert, I would think. Right. I had glasses growing up and mm. I think that kind of affected me. I, I was very, uh, self-conscious of that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I did too. Um, I could feel that. Yeah, you know, I see it uh, in a picture on your wall here. Yeah, not many. I mean, no one here would know that. Uh, we got um, X-ray vision put in my eyes about five years ago. Nice. Um, I think that's that's what they told me they were doing. I don't know, uh, but they fixed that. But yeah, that's kind of a thing, isn't it, for mm. kids? Sometimes glasses. It just it seems like such a small thing, but man, such a big thing. Sometimes yeah. like that stands out to you. Um, so shy kid, um, let's talk about getting into like young adulthood, first job. What, what, what do you, what are people paying oh, you man. for? First job, I worked at a daycare, of course, with children. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Daycare. So what that, like, was that an available job or was that a job that you were like, oh, this is actually really interesting? Well, it was after school. So I would leave uh, high school from yeah. three to six, go work at a daycare. And it was right. kind of the perfect high school job. You're not having to work weekends. True. You're not having to work nights. True. Yeah, and I loved it. I was really good with kids. Yeah, and so that yeah. was enjoyable, though. Yeah, it was fun. 
Very nice. So yeah. I think that's going to be very uh, useful, obviously, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in the future of your life. <laughs> so if you can go back and tell like teenage Emily that, then uh, that that would probably give you. A I know. More it's gusto. like the Lord knew that I needed to work. There. Shocking. Yeah. It's shocking. He knows all things. Um, <laughs> so uh, you're you're a shy kid. Yeah. You're you're growing up, going to church, uh, getting in young adulthood, working at the the daycare, mm-hmm. doing the trips, mm-hmm. and all these things. You graduate high school. What's post high school look like yeah. for you? Yeah, I think that's, like, I was shy, and I think that is where I found who I was, like, at church, and I could be myself right. more than at high school, right? And sure. so then when we went on the mission trips and everything, that's when I would come out right. and kind of just be myself and be allowed to be myself. Wow, so yeah. after yeah. high school, when I'm like, what do I want to do the rest of my life? I knew that I wanted to do something in ministry. I knew I was called mm-hmm. that way. And now, did that, like, did that feeling start in high school? Did you, oh, yeah, you, for so you sure. So you had a pretty early age. Yeah you had a really draw to ministry. Because when you said that earlier, you said that we spent a lot of time at church and I, I enjoyed it. I can kind of, I can kind of connect with that because there's just something um, uh, about like when you enjoy church and you feel that call and like, you don't yeah. even know what it is yet, but you just know that things feel right when you're there. Right. And you're yeah. comfortable there. You can be yourself there. Sure. You know? Yeah. It's very telling. Yeah. 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 So you have this this already um, kind of this growing call in the pit of your stomach. You don't mm. even know that why why you're so comfortable at church. <laughs> uh, but you hit high school and you're starting to decide, hey, what's next for me? Ministry very well could be. Um, I mean, pretty confident in that call. Um, where'd you go to school? Yeah, I went to Oklahoma Baptist University. OBU. I know. It's in the OBU. Shawnee. Shawnee. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, there's two. How weird is that, really? right? Yeah, Washita or Oklahoma Baptist. Well, that that's what I was going to say. So I went to Henderson State, which is right across the street from Washita mm-hmm. Baptist. And so when you're Google searching OBU, that's the yours is the one that everyone actually pulls up. So. Right. Um, so uh, went to OBU, yeah. Oklahoma, Shawnee. Yes, uh, in Shawnee. In yeah. Shawnee. <laughs> um, what, and, and what was your major? Uh, ministry, cross-cultural ministry. Cross-cultural ministry. Yeah. Man, okay, that's cool. I know. I went, and I had, it's funny, because I went there, and in my senior year, like, I was going to go on mission trips. I was going to lead short-term mission trips. That's what I felt called to do. And I took one kid's class, like, kid ministry, like, intro to kid men, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And looking back, like, why didn't I take more of those classes? (laughs) But I just didn't know. So I graduated there. Wanting to do short term mm-hmm. mission trips and lead those. Okay, so even at the end of your yeah. like, post high school education, it was like m- mission trip mm-hmm. focus mm-hmm. and and uh, and all that, which I think is really cool. Um, you landing here at Grace Point, that being part of like the original ethos of the church. Oh, for sure. Was that part of? Do you think that that played any any role? Oh yeah, in the like when we were here? looking up, hey, what is Grace Point? Who is it? What is it right. about? It was like, right. oh, they are very mission minded and mission focused, and that was right. for sure a draw to me. Because uh, I want my kids to grow up that way, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's just the exposure to other cultures and the exposure yeah. to just getting outside of your bubble really is – you can't replace that. It's You yeah. can't train it. You have to just go experience it. Yeah. Um, so uh, you come out of OBU, mm-hmm. Shawnee, yep. and uh, you're still pursuing that kind of missions focus and things, but you got a little bit of a taste of this kid, man. What's your first job? You know, what, what, what do you explore post – uh, yeah, I worked at a, a short-term mission agency. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Jason and I, my husband and I, we got married right after I graduated college. Did y'all meet in college? Uh, yeah, I it was more through church. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so y'all from the same town? Yes. Yeah, he he was in the same church that I was, but he's five years older than me, so we didn't really know oh, each other. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. right. Until... But you heard rumorings, of course, of, of course. like, there's this guy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Yes, that's yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, funny. I feel you. Um, okay, so you've got um, uh, you're in this this missions agency. Mm-hmm. So what, so it's like a third party that churches can use to kind of like um, yeah, like help lead the trips and connect yes. them to the missionaries and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, how was your intro into Battle Creek? And then let's kind of jump into uh, what uh, what drew you to Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, we had been going to Battle Creek since my son was born, Brody. So okay. for about 13 years uh, is kind of when oh, we yeah. went there and started going there and loved the church, uh, loved the people there, were in community groups there and mm. had good friends. Yeah. Um, and then about eight years ago, I came on staff there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So five years um, raising my kids, raising your kids, volunteering yeah. for sure. So at Battle Creek, you're on the Kidman team there. You're your team leading the the Kidman team here. Um, what's still exciting to you about kid ministry? Um, you've been in a couple different vocational positions, a couple different mm-hmm. churches, but um, is Kidman Kidman? Is it all the same? Um, you know, but but what's that thing that really um, pushes you forward week by week? Yeah, for sure. I think seeing kids build relationships with other kids and having friends at church is huge. That's why I love kids ministry because once they have friends, once they feel comfortable and they're having fun, that's when they are open to hearing about Jesus Mm. and learning the Bible stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. It's, I love that. And it doesn't matter where you are at any church. That is kind of the key to success there in kid ministry for sure. Right. Um, Talk to me about adults real quick Mm -hmm. Um, because not only do you have parents that are part of that equation too. So kid ministry is not only Sunday morning, like let's get the kids in there and talk to them. That's a huge part of it. And exactly what you just said is, is awesome. When they're in there and they're connecting, you kind of tear down some walls and maybe get to talk about Jesus in a way that they won't get to normally hear, especially in a big room. Right. Um, but then you have, you have parents, a part of that equation too. And not only parents, like what role can adults in general just play for this young generation? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I tell the story of how the one thing that my son and daughter, they miss the most about our church, our previous church Mm -hmm. is the volunteers there and the people that poured into them. And you can have all the bells and whistles. You can have the best exciting game or songs or whatever, But it's the relationships with the volunteers that the kids notice the most. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think having parents or whomever come in and pour into kids, asking them, like, what is their name? What do they like to do? Get Mm. to know them. Right. And then my favorite thing is when a volunteer connects kids with other kids. Same interest, you know? Right, yeah. So tear down a little bit of that stigma because I think that there's probably some fear whenever an adult thinks about like going into a kid men room Mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning. It's like, I'm staring at seven kindergartners. Like, what am I supposed to do with these little kids, you know? Um, And I've got two young ones, as you know, as well. So I get that fear. Like, if if it's other kids and and you're quite not used to it, maybe, then it might be kind of weird, right? So maybe tear down that stigma a little bit. Like, what is connecting with a kid actually look like? Right. It's like asking them questions, you know? Like, (laughs) what did you do, right? right? Exactly. Being like right. caring when they say, hey, my dog is sick or right. anything that really affects a child right. in any way and getting to know them. Right. I think that's 
that's like huge. And like you said, tears down those walls so that you then can talk to them about God. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me about 2021. We still have some COVID restrictions lingering around and and what that we're dealing with. We're still, you're still moving things around in the room to kind of accommodate in that way. Um, I'm sure we're like ready to move on from like, like thinking about those types of uh, things and moving into what's Kid Men in 2021 look like for our church. Yeah. We are opening up our new space, which is awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Built a lot of new classrooms. You guys have been painting like crazy. I know. If if you're listening, you have to come check out the accents though. Very cool. Very cool. It's Thank gonna. You. It's basically gonna be the background to every social media post anyone does. That right is kind of funny, right? <laughs> it's it's worked out very well. Yeah, I think it's been great. Yeah, I love to have like a fun, creative environment. You know, yeah, it's fun. Absolutely. Uh, so we've been opening up new classrooms. We're gonna um, go into those on February seventh. So very that's great. exciting. Uh, creating that space for volunteers to have that more connection time right. with the kids. Right, because you guys have been intense and you've yeah. been kind of hanging out in the same room. Yeah. But now they get to break out and yeah. and kind of section their group off a little more yep. and be more intentional with them. I think that's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a cool new loft space. Have you been up to the loft? I've been. I have been up to the loft. Yeah. I've played ping pong in the loft. Yes. But not during work. I did it on my lunch hours. Oh, for sure. For during sure. lunch. Never, never, ever did it. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Only I during lunch. can't lie on the first podcast. <laughs> It wouldn't be good. <laughs> um, That's so funny. I have been in the loft, so the loft's going to be useful definitely for you guys, also for yeah. students. Yeah, it's a yeah. like we're using it on Sunday mornings as a preteen space, kind oh, of a cool right. space. Yeah, preteen is fourth, fifth, and sixth. Fourth, fifth, and sixth. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if someone has a fourth or the sixth grader, they can know that they're going to have a, or their own separate. The uh, fifth and sixth graders will be up there uh, right. on a Sunday morning. But nice. yeah, yeah, it just kind of gives them a cool space to hang out, you know? Absolutely. Fifth and sixth graders, they are like. They're old. That's, yeah, that's yeah. their own thing. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're their own people. That's the- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a sixth grade daughter, so she is her own person. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Well, um, Emily, if someone's listening right now and they're like, man, um, this Emily lady sounds really awesome. Because uh, <laughs> that's what everyone's thinking of about. Of course. Me, of course. Um, I would, I'd love to know more about Kidman. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to at least ask some questions or say hi. Um, what's some, what's some immediate things that, that someone could get involved with, with kid ministry? Yeah, we have all kinds of volunteer opportunities that we need. Like sure. during the week, mm-hmm. we have a lot of opportunities during the week for people to come up. They've been putting yeah. stuff together for us, painting or oh, really, nice, yeah, yeah, really whatever. Sure. Uh, and then Sunday morning, we need all kinds of, uh, volunteers as well. Right. So. Right, just Different. people to ask questions, right? Oh, that's people just right. Love on kids and and be interested, right? Yeah, just. yeah, and just to kind of um, help lead the area and lead the curriculum that we are right. providing. So right. they don't have to come provide any curriculum; right. we provide it, and yeah. it's it would be really cool. Awesome. Well, I can attest you guys put a ton of work into supporting volunteers, a ton of work mm. into investing in kids' lives and uh, preparing that content. And uh, I, I've been in there. Uh, I yeah. fortunately got to lead lead some songs. You did, that was which fun. was amazing. Yeah. Um, the other day, and so um, I can attest. If you're listening, um, getting involved with the Kidman team would be absolutely game changing. It would be awesome opportunity to invest in that young generation. And yeah. um, if you're interested in any of that, want to contact Emily just to drop her a note of encouragement, uh, even to to encourage the whole 
Kidman team, you can contact her at emily at gracepointchurch.net or by coming by and saying hi, they could yes. literally do it on Sunday yes. morning. That might be good. Then I you can get a that. glimpse in. They could just like look in the yeah. room, the cool new lights, yeah, all the stuff. Yeah, we can show them around. Can show them around, do a little bit of uh, shadowing. That might be nice. Yes. I oh, love nice. that. Anya would love to do some of that. With Anya the, with would the, love that. Love yes. to help them <laughs> see where they want to fit in. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you so much, Emily. Um, and again, uh, get connected with um, that Kidman team because um, really investing in that young generation is such a huge, crucial part of what our church does. Thanks again for listening. This has been episode number one. Uh, what a fantastic start to this series. And uh, just know that this pastoral staff is here for our whole church, and we love loving on people. So get in contact with one of us, and uh, let's talk about Jesus. Have a great week. Well, that's all we've got for this week's episode of More Than a Minister. And don't forget, subscribe wherever it is that you consume podcasts. And as Grace Pointers, we know that we want to show and share Jesus in everyday conversations with everyday people. Live sent.